What's up, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Something Like Sunday School. I am Purpose Williams. I'm so glad to have you back. There's a scripture that wants to come out of me so bad, so I'm just going to let it have its way. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. I'm not going to leave you out of it. I'm going to include you. Just like David wanted me to magnify the Lord with me. Let us rejoice together. (laughs) It's one of my favorite scriptures. Now you know. But welcome back, guys. I'm so glad to have you back. I know that we were supposed to be continuing our series, uh, God's Own Heart. And we will. But this account here that we're about to cover would not leave me alone. So we're going to take a detour, as we sometimes do. Uh, We like to call it side notes. So I guess this one would be side, side notes. Whatever whatever you want to call it. But this account. Uh, it's so fascinating to me. It's another family. We know family is important to God. So, of course, uh, there are accounts of families all throughout this book, all the dynamics. The thing about what's so beautiful about the Word of God, nothing is left uh, uncovered. Nothing about the human uh, experience is not in the Bible. It's, it's all right there in the Bible. So, we have another family with dynamics, strong dynamics. As I told you guys before, I'm so fascinated with uh, people in relationships and how they how they work, how they play out. Let's get into it because I'll, I'll talk to y'all about that all night. So let's get to the account. We're going to tonight read about the account of the prodigal son. Let's turn over in our books you know what your book is (laughs) b-i-b-l-e to luke the account is in luke 15th chapter the 11th through the 32nd verse we have jesus who has been with the multitude he's eating with them supping with them and we also have the pharisees and the scribes and they're out there doing what they do best phariseeing (laughs) being uh in contrast and into what Jesus has going on with the people. They're like, oh, he's out here with these people, sinners, eating with them, mingling with them. How dare he? How dare he? So Jesus responds with three parables. The parable we're gonna uh, the parable we're gonna focus on tonight is the one of course about the prodigal son. I remember being young and uh huh first reading this story and uh and i was like wow you know this is um this is pretty interesting so let's i want to give these guys names i want to give them names uh there's a father and he has two sons they're uh well off they're a well-off uh family but we're going to give the the two sons names we're going to call the oldest son blake and we're going to call the youngest son avery now there is no no reference to any name in 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 the scriptures, but that's just something I just wanted to do. So we're gonna call the oldest one Blake and we're gonna call the, the baby boy Avery. 
So Avery goes to his dad. He's like, Dad, you know, I need you to go ahead and give me my inheritance. Just go ahead and give me my portion. I'm ready to jump ship. I got to get out of here. I got to see the world. So let's read about it. We're going to start at the 11th verse. And he said, he is Jesus. Jesus tells them, he goes on with the parable, a certain man had two sons, Blake and Avery. That's not there. But we just going to call them Blake and Avery. <laughs> and the younger of them, Avery, my goodness, said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And the dad obliges him, and he divided unto him his living. And not many days after, Avery, my goodness, what you going to do, Avery? What y'all think Avery going to do with this inheritance? I was always um, in question about why he wanted the inheritance so early. And it seems like if he's coming from a well-off family, that he would have a pretty good life. Wonder what made him want to leave. Let's see. Let's see what goes on with Avery. Not many days after, Avery gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. Not only did he leave, he got far away. <laughs> he is far away. David, I mean, Avery is like, let me get out of here, and I'm going to go far, far away. He went to a far country, and what did he do right away? Woo. There he wasted his substance with riotous living. Do you hear the adjectives? The adverbs. Not only, not only did he just waste it on living, he wasted it on riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land. Not just a famine, but a mighty one. And he began to be in want. Avery, what did you do? Avery didn't save any of it. He got rid of all of it right away. The Bible says not many days after. My goodness, Avery, what kind of shopping spree? What in the world? Avery, Avery, says a famine rolled in the land, and he began to be in want. His pockets was on lint. It was empty, and he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into the fields to feed the swine. Avery is doing so bad now that he has to take a job feeding the swine. Let's see what happens. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk of that, of that the swine did eat. And no man gave unto him. Avery is out here starving so bad, so much so that he would die unless he hadn't eaten what he's out here feeding the swine. We know what swine eat. Anything. My goodness, Avery. How did you go from the plate of plenty to the swine food, Avery? Mm, mm, mm. But the Bible says this. It said he came to himself. And he said, Avery is like, this ain't it. This ain't the move. This ain't it. This ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. Why am I here? Eating with the swines? This ain't the move. Avery came to himself. So he came to himself. Let's see what he discovered when he came to himself. Or what he said when he came to him. He said, how many hired servants of my father's 
have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? Avery says even the servants at his daddy's house got food, enough to fill their bellies and some more for leftovers. How then are the servants doing better than me, a son? Woo! That's the key word right there, a son. How are the servants doing better than the son? <laughs> I will arise and go to my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Avery is out here rehearsing what he's going to say to his daddy. I wonder if he was like, with tears right here, work between these words, should I hold my head down? <laughs> should I make myself cry? Should I fall to my knees? He's out here rehearsing what he's going to say to his daddy. I wonder if he felt like he had to get pity first. Look what he says he had to. He says, Father, I have sinned against thee and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. There's that word again. Make me as one of thy hired servants. So here he is dealing with the condemnation, the self-guilt of knowing that he's taken the inheritance from his father and he has wasted it. But he still knows. Oh, this is the part that I love the most. He still knows if he can just get in his father's presence, he's going to be okay. Even if he feels like he has to go back as a servant, he knows that if he just gets in the presence of his father, he's going to be fulfilled. Isn't that something? My goodness. Let's keep reading. <laughs> Let's keep reading. He says, I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy higher servants. And he arose and he came to his father. He makes the trip from the faraway country. He goes back to his father. Mm. He goes back. But when he was yet a great way off, look at the father. Let's keep reading. But when he was yet a great way off, he hadn't even gotten close. He's a great way off. Look who sees him. His father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Is that the, the outcome that we thought would happen? I know. When I first uh, read his account, I didn't think that that would be the outcome. But let's look at the position of the father. Let's go back. It said when he was far away from him, he was a great distance off. The father saw him, which leads us to know the position of the father. He's been looking for his son this whole time. He has been anticipating his son's return this whole time. Isn't that something? He's been anticipating. And look how he greets him. He runs to him. The father runs to the son. Just like on those movies, you know. And it's like, dun, 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 dun. He runs to this man. And he don't run to beat him up or to kick him in the, in the stomach. He runs to him and falls on him. Gives him a hug and kisses this man on his neck. Now, you know, if this man was out here feeding the swine, this guy stinks, man. Avery, you need a bath, my guy. You need a bath. But the daddy doesn't care. 
He's been looking for his baby the whole time. He's been looking for Avery. So he runs to him, falls on him, kisses his neck. And the son said unto him, he's finna recite what he practiced back there in the fields. Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. What do you think? Depending on the, the reaction we just saw, the father, when he saw him, what do you think he's going to say to this? What do you think he'll say? Let's read. Let's see. Let's find out. But the father said to his servants, look at that. And the son said unto him, go back. Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Here's the response from the father. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe, not just a robe, the best one, and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. This guy comes, Avery, where your shoes at, my guy? Where your shoes? But look what the dad responds to him. He doesn't say it. He doesn't even acknowledge what Avery is talking about. He don't even acknowledge it. He turns to the servants. And in pure contrast to what Avery is saying, he dresses him. Just like the son he is. He dresses him with the best robe. Puts a ring on his hand. And told him to bring shoes for this guy's feet. And bring hither the fatted calf. And kill it. And let us eat and be merry. The daddy's like, I'm not going to even say anything to what you're talking about get this boy some clothes and we about to have a party he's in celebration he's in celebration for the return of his son he's in celebration <sighs> don't even <laughs> doesn't even respond to the child he responds but he responds in celebration he responds in reconciliation he responds in restoring him in the sonship that he never lost anyway. This is to remind Avery of who he is. <laughs> Man. <laughs> now, here's a here's here's Blake. Blake makes his entrance. And let's see if Blake is happy to see his brother. Is he gonna be rejoicing like the daddy did? Let's see. Now his eldest son was in the field as he came and drew nigh to the house. He heard music and dancing. Blake is out there in the field and he, he hears some, some music. He's like, what's going on, you know, back at the big house? Have I missed the invitation? Let's see what Blake does. And Blake calls to one of the servants and asks what these things mean. What's going on, y'all? What did I miss? And the servant said unto him, my brother is calm. Avery came back. And thy father hath killed the fatted cow because he hath received him safe and sound. Mm -mm. What's happening to your countenance, Blake? And Blake was angry and would not go. He wouldn't even go to the party. Blake, what you doing? You're not happy to see Avery? Therefore, Came his father out. He's missing in action so much so. The daddy, look at the position of the daddy. He is looking for his son. The daddy comes and finds Blake too. And he entreated him. He answered, 
said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy, comm thy commandment. And yet thou never gavest me a kid, and I might make merry with my friends. Blake say, man, daddy, I've been with you all this time. I ain't took your money. I'm out here in the fields. And you, you haven't celebrated me. <laughs> he says, man, I've been putting all this time in with you. I could have been gone too, daddy, just like Avery. He said, you never gave me a kid. I never was able to be married with my friends. Let's see what the dad responds to him. And he said to him, son, thou ever with me. And all that I have is thine. It's yours anyway. It's yours anyway. If you want the fatty calf, go get it. If you want to be married with your friends, be married. It's still yours. It's always yours anyway. And the father says, it was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead. What did he call him? He was dead. And he's alive again and was lost and he's found. Now, was he really saying that the guy was dead? No, he was saying he was out of place. He was out of pocket. He was out of fellowship. He had given up his sonship. Well, the benefits of his sonship, because the sonship never left. So his father said he was dead and that he was lost. Now he's found. You know, uh, when I first um, got to the end of this story, first reading the account of it and getting it, I was very hard on Avery. And I was like, Avery, what are you doing? Why would you, why would you do that? And I will be honest with you. I was, um, I was team Blake. I was like, man, what? <laughs> Dad, what's going on? But, but, but aren't we sometimes Avery too? Don't we sometimes get out of fellowship and forsake our sonship? And then we go out there, we're starved. We're dying, we're dead because we have disconnected ourselves. My goodness, from the sonship, from the relationship between father and child. But he's... <laughs> This account, just like like many scriptures in the Bible, have duality or even uh, an infinite amount of instruction or symbolism that we can give him. Avery is us. A lot of times, Avery is us. And we're even Blake sometimes. But look at the father's position for both Blake and Avery. He always calls him what? Son. Son. <laughs> He's always reminding them who they are. Avery came to him. He he's like, don't even worry about it with his actions. Son, you you're my son. You're not a servant in this place. He turns to the servants and tell them to bring this man his son clothes. Dress this man so he can remember. Blake is upset. What about this and what about that, Dad? You always my son is what the father said. And if I got it, <laughs> if I got it, if it belongs to me. It belongs to you. <laughs> Look at the beauty. Look at the benefit of being connected to the daddy and walking in sonship. And a lot of us are like Avery. We go out there. We fall on our face. 
and we want to come back begging. We want to be a servant. But the whole time, we're still sons. The whole time, we are still connected to the, the benefits and the position of son, but we just give it up. And we feel like we got to run away. And when we run away, when we mess up, we got to stay away or we got to come back lesser. No. No. <laughs> Look at the love of the Father. And this time I'm talking about Abba. Look at the love that he has for us. He's always waiting. He said, if you draw not to me, I'm there. I'm coming to you. My love going to get you. I'm always here waiting on you not to abuse and attack and, and to reprimand. My love is waiting on you. The position that you have is always there. You're still my child. That's by the blood. You'll get the, the meaning. <laughs> Somewhere, while you're cooking, while you're reading, you'll get it. The blood won't have it any other way. You're still my child. Avery, you're still my kid, Blake. Now, even even with Blake, <clears throat> I was talking to uh, one of my friends, and they brought up the, the, the question, what if Avery ran into Blake first. Would he have been received? Or would Blake have shunned him away? And here he is missing out on what is already his still. Are we Blake when our brothers and sisters mess up? Do we condemn them and tell them they're unworthy? What would have happened if he ran into his brother first? That's why. What have ha what would have happened? But the way that it's is set up, it's just so beautiful. Just the 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 concreteness of being a child of God. The Bible says we're sealed until the day of redemption. There's nothing we can do <laughs> when we take on salvation, when we receive salvation. God sees us, He sees us as Jesus. That's why we're called the sons of God. It's not a gender thing. It's, imp it's imputation. That's why we're called the sons of God. So if you are Avery, if you're Blake, you're still a son. Still a son. That's good to me. That is delicious. That's good to me. Still a son. And whatever the father has, whatever belongs to Abba, belongs to us. That's love. That's peace. That's reconciliation. The ministry of reconciliation. That's the power of adoption. Man, I wish you could taste it and see just how delicious that is. Man. <laughs> Man, guys. Sonship. He never lost the sonship. He moved out of way, away from it. He moved himself out of the position of it or out of the benefit of it. But he never lost his sonship. The blood makes him a son forever. Makes him a son forever. Understand that. Just just cut that piece of cake up and just eat it. Get you some ice cream and, and add it to it. Just taste the deliciousness of that. That's a, <laughs> it's delicious. That's delicious, guys. We read it. 
Read that whole chapter, Luke 15. Go back and read the chapters before. It's it's good. Go back and read it. Go back and read it with Holy Spirit. Get the revelations that you need. Well, I hope you enjoyed it, guys, as much as I did. Uh, the Word of God is just so good, so delicious. Whenever we get to see uh, the accounts of people, we can always better relate when we put ourselves in that position. Uh, uh, just And we can experience even more the, the goodness, the kindness of God, the power of what he did on the cross for us as far as salvation and redeeming us back to a position of sonship. Um, find us, guys, on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. We're going to be looking for you. And as always, like it, share it with your family and friends, and most of all, your enemies. <laughs> but listen, who's ready for merch who's ready we got something that's so good for you and we're looking for you to enjoy it with us and guys listen i promise i promise we're going to get back on david's story last time we did god's own heart oily boy this time it's coming up next god's own heart target practice is interesting so very very interesting we love you guys. Shout out to all of you. Thank you for hanging in there with us. We'll see you next time.